Hello and welcome to the Healthy Entrepreneur Club podcast. A healthy entrepreneur is someone who achieves business success whilst prioritising their physical and mental well-being. In other words, they understand the healthy hustle. They possess the ability to effectively manage their business operations, make strategic decisions and nurture their personal health and brand for sustainable growth and long-term success. In today's episode, I want to talk about the compounding effect of success. Now, the reason I want to talk about this is because I've heard a lot in the last couple of weeks, people remarking that, you know, other entrepreneurs are having overnight success, you know, their opportunities are going to certain people. And, you know, they don't understand why they don't understand what they're doing wrong. And I think what's really interesting to me is that people want that shortcut, and they think that there is some special formula that they're missing. But in reality, they're really not. They are just missing out on maybe the, the habits, the strategies, the discipline, and some of the foresight to see what's in front of them. The compounding effect of success effectively is doing the right things for a prolonged period of time to see those rewards come to you. You may have heard of the 1% a day um, betterment, I guess, uh, sort of theory, where if you can become 1% better every single day or even every single week, after a given amount of time, you'll be completely unrecognizable from where you were. A good example to sort of think about this in, in sort of basic terms as a bodybuilder. So you see someone who takes that, you know, a, a bodybuilder takes their top off on the beach or, or in the gym or whatever, and they're in, they're in great shape. You know, they're, they're muscular, you can see they're fit, they're, they're, they've looked after themselves. And someone who doesn't have that discipline will go over to them and say, oh, you know, how have you done that? What, have you, what drugs have you taken, perhaps? What, how are you doing that? And they'll say, what, what can I do? You know, do you have a six-week program that I can do to get like that? And, you know, some people will say, yeah, I can sell you this. I can sell you this six-week program that I can do that. But that's not the point. The point is that that bodybuilder, to create that muscular physique, they have had to, over time, get 1% better every single week or however long the time period is. Think about how a muscle grows, right? A muscle grows by putting it under tension. It then needs to tear and then it repairs using proteins, and that repair is slightly stronger to make sure that it can put up with that stress the next time it happens. So it tears, it understands that, there, that it needs to be stronger for next time so it doesn't tear again and hurt itself. It therefore repairs slightly stronger. And obviously, if you keep doing that over time, you get bigger and bigger and bigger into the way that you know people in the modern society want to look, you know, that muscular physique. And that is exactly the same effect that we're talking about in in business really so another example would be food you know if i eat a cheeseburger or a chocolate bar today i know that it's going to have very very little to zero effect on how i look today i could probably eat a chocolate bar or a cheeseburger every day this week and you know, at the weekend there will still be no effect on my body but if i did that for a month there would obviously be effect you would see a difference in my in my um, my physical makeup you'd probably see the effect in my sleep patterns my productivity a number of areas think about um super size me the mcdonald's documentary that came out must be 20 years ago now where the guy ate mcdonald's only for 30 days and the first week he was fine the doctor was even saying you know you're, you're actually okay right now week two this is pretty bad week three this is terrible week four you need to stop or you're going to have irreversible damage it's that effect of just consistency my old PE teacher used to say to me, so, you know, a physical education teacher back in the UK um, when I was, what, 15, 16, used to say to us, uh, practice makes permanent. 
And obviously what you always hear people say, like your parents might have said it to you, or people around you will say, practice makes perfect. That is, that's wrong, isn't it? If you think about it and break it down, practice doesn't make perfect. It makes permanent whatever you are practicing. So what our PE teacher was saying at the time and makes complete sense to me now is that you should put more effort into doing the right things and then building consistency because that will make the result perfect. If you do the wrong thing, so say for example, you've got a terrible diet or a terrible business strategy, because there are so many strategies in business that we can use to grow, you know, you're probably, you may be using the right one, but you're not seeing that growth. And that could be because you are using it in the wrong way, right? So you are, you're practicing it and it's becoming permanent, but because it's not correct, it's not going to have that elongated or positive um, effect that we wanted to have. So remember that the first thing we need to do is get it right. You can do that in a number of ways. Obviously, everyone, a lot of people know the different strategies you can use to, to test different ideas, to try things, the different cycles we should be using to test ideas and marketing and, and business strategies and brands and that kind of thing to learn and the, the, uh, you know, the statistical significance you need to be able to align to that journey of is this right, is this wrong, should I pivot, should I not? Another example would be in, in study, right? So in study at, at university, I remember the, the bad habits that I would form. So I would go from, you know, I would try to study and you'd, you'd sort of say, right, today I'm going to do 8 a.m. Till, till midday. I'll have an hour off. I'll have some lunch. I'll go for a walk. And then I'll do another four or five hours in the afternoon. And then, you know, over time, a couple of days later, you're like, oh, you know, I'll do nine till 12 and I'll do a shorter afternoon. And by the end of the week, you're ending up, you're halving your time or even the month, to be honest, because it, it compounds in a longer effect, right? And that is something that, where I really started to learn the compounding effect. It, it makes more sense as an example in something positive, I think. So you can see a positive effect of compounding in business quite obviously. If you're doing the right thing, it's gonna grow, or in how you're eating or, or, or exercising, because you can see the difference. If I exercise right and eat right in a month, I'm gonna look different to how I look now, I'm gonna feel different. Going the other way is a much longer tail off. So if I study enough now, and I know that if I study this, amount this, this week, I will be able to pass my exam. But if I start to detail that and it, and it sort of drops off, over time it gets worse and worse and worse. I do less and less study, less and less effectively. It takes a lot longer to realize that's happening. And then you've, what you've done is you've completely curtailed your success journey and you have to build it all the way back up again. And that's when we can start to talk about burnout because that's exactly the same process we see in business where people start to get the wrong habits and it takes a long time to realize because a lot of those habits will feel nicer, right? If you don't get up early and you don't do exercise and you eat fast food for a little bit, that's gonna feel nice. You can have whatever you want, you feel free. But actually, as it starts to compound again and gets worse and worse, the impacts and the effects get worse and worse and worse, you start to then get the, the, the mindset shift you're starting to get worried, stressed, overwhelmed. And it will come to a point where you, you burn out or you realize what you've done. And then it's a massive climb back to where you want to be. And what you'll do is you'll climb harder and faster. You'll be super strict to try and get back to where you were. You'll even go past the, the, the place of optimal performance because you, you want to prove to yourself you can do it. And then what happens again is you'll drop all the way back off again because you've almost burnt yourself out by trying to get there. And you've burnt it all the way back. And that is the, the opposite effect of compounding, that's completely wrong. It's that sound wave effect. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, compounding effect is, is super important. It's very interesting to me. And I think it's something that we need to be thinking about a bit more, which is what I'm talking about today. So it interests me because people want shortcuts. The gym example is a really good one. People will say to them, these bodybuilders or these PTs, whatever it is, or even business strategists, you know, they'll say, how can I get that really quickly? And I don't know why people are so obsessed with quick success. I think really it must be to do with people wanting to show others like how much success I've got in a short period of time. It's sort of a social construct that we think success quickly shows your intelligence. It shows your relevance. Um, but if you're looking at that short term success, you're not looking at your bigger goals. You know, if you're looking at your feet and you're trying to get the next little bit of success, you're not looking up. You're not looking where you're going to be in the next two or three years. You're not putting the consistency in for two or three years. Because if you put in place habits that, yes, you can keep going for three or four months, but there's no way you keep going for three or four years, what do you expect to happen in, in three months? Do you think you're going to get ultimate success in three or four months? Probably not. We really do overestimate what we can do in the short term. and We underestimate what we can do in the long term. We should be looking with our chins up, looking up towards what we can be doing rather than looking right down at the floor saying, I want that success tomorrow. And that's a lot of our, about belief as well. So you might have listened to one of the previous episodes of this podcast. Um, we had Phil Bedford on, who is a guy based here in Dubai. And he's known very much for being a, an incredibly good networker. He's very good at He knows everyone. He knows a lot about networking and the psychology behind it. And when he was on the podcast, um, before the podcast, and I think during the podcast, actually, he, he posed the question to me. And it was this, would I rather have a three-hour dinner with the president of the US or $250,000? And what we said in this question was that you've got to take away who the president is. So at the time, well, it still is, Biden. You know, the one before that was Trump. So forget who actually is. Just talk about it as if it was the person who is the leader of the free world or the president of the United States. And I said I'd have the three-hour dinner because... $250,000, yes, it's enough money that you can, if you do it, if you use it correctly, create incredible wealth and success for yourself. But I was looking more long-term, and I think if you have a three-hour dinner with the President of the United States, and you assume that you have the idea, the knowledge, the skills to utilize whatever connections he's going to put you in touch with, I think you'll go much, much further. And I know it's not necessarily to do with the compounding effect, but it is to do with the mindset that you have to have if you're looking up towards that future success, which I think is really, really interesting. And there's so many ways that we can use the compounding effect. We've already touched on diet, health, you know, business strategies. There are so many business strategies we can use to picking the right one and being consistent. An example of how I've used it in the last week is Threads. So we've done a podcast episode on this. Threads is the new uh, Twitter that's come out via Meta and Instagram. Came out last uh, Thursday. Um, so it's been out less than a week. 80 or 90 million users now. And I've used it as part of my compounding plan. So usually what I would do is I would have, you know, uh, three podcast episodes a week. I do a couple of newsletters. I do LinkedIn posts, a few Instagram things. I'm talking about my content plan here, I'm talking about compounding my content. What Threads is really good at, and for me, it's a really great place. It's almost like a live feedback platform. So the way that I've been using it is I've been putting my thoughts as I go about my normal everyday routines and my business stuff. And I put my ideas and thoughts on there and I see the feedback that I'm getting, I see people um, you know, replying or liking or disagreeing, agreeing, whatever it is. And then what I'm able to do from that is then consistently 
post onto there, and then turn those thoughts and those ideas into longer form content like LinkedIn posts or you know newsletter topics to, to talk to um, our members with. And the reason I've done that is that that is a really, really simple way of getting better feedback from live, um, live entrepreneurs, live people, I guess, around the world. Much bigger um, pool of, of feedback and information than I would otherwise have. And by doing that, I've built in the compounding effect because what I'm able to do is compound the information that I'm getting. So I'm getting more information quicker and quicker and quicker from a wider pool of entrepreneurs to understand what they like, they don't like, what their pains are, and what their what their plans are. And then I can use that to help our, our club members. You know, our Health Entrepreneur Club grew by 50 members last week. People are understanding that there's a lot of value in the compounding effect. You have to start today. You know, they say if you best time to plant a tree was two weeks ago. The second best time is today on that. Um, and I think that's really interesting. So that's just my example of how I'm using threads to compound my learning, my innovation, and actually my content plan. Because as, as you know, as an entrepreneur, part of being an entrepreneur these days is effectively running a media company, unless you can get a lot of help or support in doing that. So I think that leads me on to the Healthy Entrepreneur Club members. So as I say, we've, we've grown by 50 members in the last week. We're now well over the 300 mark within less than two months. And I think what they're understanding is that their health comes first. They know that the fundamentals are health, physical health, that will then grow your and improve your mental health, but you can also work on that. By delivering, uh, delivering on both of those and improving the performance there, we can then enhance the mindset. The mindset of an entrepreneur is really the best asset. And then we can use any number of business strategies to suit them to grow their business. And what they know and what you will see as a trait in most successful entrepreneurs is that they know there is no quick win. They know that discipline comes before motivation. And all you have to be is directionally correct with your habits, show discipline, and utilize solid strategies. And what you'll see a lot of is people, yeah, they could be directionally correct in their market. They could show a bit of discipline, and maybe, maybe the, their strategies are okay. But they don't look at improving them. They don't look at compounding them. They're sort of like going down a, a railway, an old American railway you see in the movies, and the train's bumbling all over the place. Like It could fall off the tracks, it could not. That's what it feels like. And once you get past the bravado of a, an entrepreneur, because everyone has to have a bravado, you've got to believe in yourself. Sometimes you can see that emotion come through where they're not, they don't believe in themselves. They're not sure what's happening. They, they're compounding in the wrong way. You know, they're burning out over time. And it's because they don't want to, well, they, maybe they do want to, but they're not quite sure how to get that directional correct habit. How they're, they're not sure how to, how to get that discipline. And what's interesting is that that discipline, like we said earlier, has got to come once you are directionally correct in your habits and potentially directionally correct in your business strategies. There's no point in showing discipline if you're on the wrong path. So overall, I think it's worth pulling back here to the point that overnight success is not a thing. I see loads and loads of, of entrepreneurs that we speak to, you know, friends, uh, even family, that totally laugh at the idea of overnight success because what will happen is they, they've, worked away for you know, 10 years, built incredible businesses, have got lifestyles now that other people are so in awe of. And they might win an award or they'll win whatever they do. They, they have exponential growth. They're able to go on holiday for a certain amount of time, whatever, drive lovely cars. And people will say, oh, it's all right for them. You know, that just, it just happened. It happened in the, last, in the last year, that person's done really well. I don't know what their cheat code was, but what have they done? 
you know they they get there's jealousy there and they wonder why people get opportunities over them and what is that really happening is that person has worked really hard for a long time they've been directionally correct they've done the right things to understand the market they've then shown discipline in the right areas and used the correct business strategies from the correct business mentors at the time and then you know what's what's interesting in that is that I put a graph on my LinkedIn this morning and I actually sent it to my members as well, which I'll put in um, in the show notes of this podcast, which you can get in the description below or on our website, uh, sort of a document we put together with all the bits that we can't show in a podcast, but I can give you um, in a document that you can find online. This graph shows how compounding is massively important in entrepreneurship because what I've done is I've shown that if you've got an unhealthy entrepreneur, i.e. they are they're bouncing between burnout and distraction. They're overwhelmed, stressed. They don't look after their physical health. They obviously do have an element of success because they're continuing on in their journey. But what you'll see is that they stay on this same trajectory of the amount of time they spend in their business. And that's a really good way of looking at it because we could talk about it in money, but money will spike and come and go. And it's not the best um, mark of a great entrepreneur. But if you look at a time spent in the business alongside money, that's an interesting one because everyone wants time and money. So if you look at this graph that I've got, you can see in the show notes, you've got the unhealthy entrepreneur who will just bounce around sort of really small points where it just goes across the axis, really almost a straight line, like that train track, just slightly undulating. You know, they're spending a little bit more time in the business one week, a little bit less than the next week. That's overlaid with the same line for a healthy entrepreneur, someone who is directionally correct. You know, they are, they've got the correct habits, the correct strategies. What we're looking at here is they're also looking after their health, their mindset, their physical and their mental health. And what we look at here is when they start at the same point, the, un the healthy entrepreneur will drop down below the unhealthy entrepreneur on the graph, showing that they are spending more time in their business. Right. So most people go, I don't want to spend more time in my business. I'm not, I'm not doing that. But a healthy entrepreneur understands that you have to invest more time. This is why we don't like the, the idea of work-life balance. You've got to understand the healthy hustle. You know, you have to really commit and obsess to be successful in entrepreneurship, but you really can put in place things that will look after yourself on that hustle journey. It's not about, you know, um, completely burning out. Obviously, that's exactly the opposite of what we're trying to do. It's putting these things in that let you hustle for longer to gain that success. And so what the healthy entrepreneur will do is drop in and they will spend more time in the business for, you know, a long time. It will take a long time. It could take, could take six months, could take two years. They're spending time in their business because they're having to do the things that other people don't want to do, which is look after the, the employees, look after the market, understand the strategies. They're also having to spend time looking after their health, their physical health their mental health, grow their mindset, overcome obstacles. And over time, as you see on this graph, the healthy entrepreneur will then start to grow and they will lose time in their business, which is good, right? They're spending less time in their business because the business is able to grow without them. And what happens is it will, at some point in the graph, it will cross over. So it's above the unhealthy entrepreneur line, meaning they are spending less time in their business. And then we just see an exponential growth. It goes straight up. And the reason for that is that the compounding effect of a healthy entrepreneur being able to spend less time in their business, look after themselves, you know, the strategies, the marketing, the branding, their, their, their mainly their physical, mental and mindset health. What happens is that they then able to spend less time in their business. They have more money, more time. Then what happens? They are able to then spend more time getting more healthy and getting more or finding more growth in their business. So that, that point where they separate from the unhealthy entrepreneur is not a small one, it is massive. 
And that's when you see the difference between an unhealthy and a healthy entrepreneur. When they start to separate, the health entrepreneur spends less time in their business, more time in their health, and they skyrocket. There's no way an unhealthy entrepreneur can catch up with one that has put time and effort into their mental, physical, and business health because they are so far away and they've got so much time and money now to spend on their health and their business and their investments and whatever they want to do to grow their portfolio that it's exponential. And that's when you start to see people say overnight success. Well, it's not, is it? Because they've worked you know, months, if not years, if not decades to get to that point. And when it takes off, they're in a healthy position with their body and their mind and their business is healthy. And there's no way that someone hasn't put those things in place can catch up. And we see that time and time again. And that's when you start to hear people say overnight success or luck. But it really, really isn't. So the last thing I want to talk about is today is the first day of our uh, free 21 day challenge. We started today with 20 exciting entrepreneurs um, across Dubai and the UK, all committed to improving their health and their business. Um, they're showing real commitment and if they can show their discipline, um, they'll be a different person by the end of that challenge. This challenge doesn't start again now until September. It's a 21 day challenge. It takes roughly 21 days, depending on who you ask, to, um, to create a habit. And it's a, just an incredible way. It's something for you to think about. If you are taking the challenge, congratulations. You know, you're on a path where in 21 days, if you can show commitment to what we're asking you to do, you will be a different person um, from who you are today. And if you're not doing it, definitely uh, try and keep up to date with what's going on. And then definitely look for the next challenge, which will start in, uh, like I say, probably in September after the summer. Um, so yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Just a short one around um, the compounding effect and the, the, the mindset shift you need to take to understand that there's no shortcuts. It's about doing the right thing for the right amount of time in front of the right people. Um, and that is how you can really start to show, show your, your capability and your discipline and your strategies away from someone who's not willing to do that. I hope you've enjoyed it and I'll speak to you soon.